Welcome back, faithful listeners, to another edition of God is 365. Hi, I'm Brother Ray. And I'm Pastor James. We're your hosts and moderators for today's podcast. This podcast is totally dedicated to examining all aspects of God's awesome character. Our objective is really twofold. First of all, we want to alleviate some of the mystery and misconceptions that the world and society has about the nature of God. Secondly, we want to give you, our faithful listeners, an up-close and personal look into the awesome character of God. Amen. Our hope and desire is that through this podcast, believers and non-believers alike will get a better understanding and appreciation of who God is and begin the delicate daily process of emulating God's awesome character. Amen. Amen. You know, Pastor James, there are a lot of great role models out there to imitate, aren't Mm -hmm. they? Yes, there are. Heroes and she-roes, celebrities and Mm -hmm. family. But I am convinced, and I'm sure you are too, nothing Absolutely nothing can compare to the awesome role model of God Almighty. Man, you can say that again. Say amen. Amen. What a world, what a world, what a beautiful world this would be if everyone would choose to emulate the awesome character of God. Amen. Amen. Pastor James, uh, before we begin our uh, dialogue, let's give our faithful listeners uh, a shout out. Hello, everybody. Hey, everybody. We appreciate you. <laughs> Whatever time that you're tuning in to this podcast, we want to invite you to also listen uh, to and subscribe to our previous podcast on the God is 365 YouTube channel and on the God is 365 website. We hope and we pray that all is well for you today and that something that is said today's podcast will uplift you and inspire you to emulate the awesome character of God. Amen. 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 Good evening, Pastor James. Good evening, Brother Ray. Uh, I want to touch on that little, that genius that's inside of you, okay? <laughs> for a minute, can I? Go ahead, man. Here's the question. Uh, what is a good way to test the strength of your marriage? Hmm. Uh, let me let me just take a, a guess. Pull it up to the light. Ah, uh, that is one way to basically <laughs> do it. <laughs> but the answer is simple. I, you know, I, I knew you had no idea about this. Is team up with your wife to remodel your kitchen. Oh, okay. uh, oh, okay. That, that uh, will test your marriage. Uh, I wasn't ready. That's a trick question, man. Yeah, yeah I, it is. It is. Stand back and watch the love-hate graph dip up mm-hmm. and down. You know, and I, you know, I have to say, I just went through this ordeal, and somehow we managed to get through it without ripping each other's head off. Mm. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Uh, I only had to spend the night uh, on the rooftop one time. All right. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. All right. But uh, during the process, you know, my wife had these issues, uh, Pastor James, about the lighting in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. You know, I purchased a number of light fixtures and nothing was bright enough Mm -hmm. for her liking. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Uh, Long story short is I had an aha moment. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh. There are two types of lighting. One is translucent and one is transparent. Mm -hmm. Now, translucent uh, lighting, 
diffuses the light, Mm -hmm. okay? It it, it makes the light unclear, okay? Mm -hmm. So you don't have the true light. It's filtered some kind of way. But transparent lighting is clear. Mm -hmm. It doesn't diffuse the light. It's brighter. It provides uh, better lighting for the individuals that need that brighter environment. Mm -hmm. And in this case, my wife needed that brighter uh, environment. Amen. So guess what I did? What'd you do? I went to Menards, like a good man, (laughs) and uh, purchased a track light. Mm. Now, a track the track light provided a more direct and transparent light because it wasn't filtering through any other glass. Okay. Problem solved. Mm. I nailed it. All right. <laughs> so, so you're a hero again. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm a hero again. Amen. Now, I, I, I know our listening audience uh is saying, well, what does this have to do with today's discussion? Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen. Well, we live in a world, and everybody can see this by uh, what's going on, a world that's translucent, Pastor James, and not very transparent. Mm -hmm. Amen? Mm -hmm. Amen. So today we're going to talk about the attribute of God that says that God is a God that separated the light from the darkness. Hey, man, that's a great topic, man. <laughs> God is a God. It, that's not a common topic, hey, amen? Yeah, right, exactly. God is a God that separated the light from darkness. Amen? Amen. As always, we have a very simple methodology on how we will examine this attribute of God we will ask four basic questions. The first question that we're going to ask is, what do the scriptures say about this attribute of God's character? Secondly, why do you think God made this attribute a vital part of his character? Third, why do we need to incorporate this attribute into our character and into our daily lifestyle? And then last, how can we begin the process of internalizing this attribute into our hearts and into our spirit? Amen. Thank you for that explanation, uh, Pastor James. And so let's go into our first question. What does the scripture say about this attribute of God's character? Well, you know what? It would appear that there wouldn't be much to say, but you know what? It, it begins in the New Testament and, and it carries all the way into the Old Testament, it carries all the way into the New Testament. And as a matter of fact, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth and the earth was without form and void and darkness was over the face of the deep. And the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good and God separated the light from the darkness. That that comes from Genesis, the first chapter and first couple of verses. Mm-hmm. But we also have other verses that say in John 3 and 5, it says, John 1 and 5, it says, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. John 8 and 12 says, again, Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. 
In Ephesians 5 and 8, it said, For at one time you were in darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Amen. You know, so the scriptures, Pastor James, is filled Mm -hmm. with uh, verses that uh, talk about God separating light and darkness and the importance of life and darkness. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Uh, I'm going to uh, give a couple of uh, scriptures myself. Genesis uh, chapter 1, 16 through 8, 18 says, God made two great lights, the greater light to govern the day and the lesser light to govern the night. Amen. 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 Uh, if you look at Job 16 and 10, it says, He has inscribed a circle on the surface of the waters at the boundary of light and darkness. Amen. Amen. You went deep, man. <laughs> yes, I, a little bit, a little bit. So what are these scriptures, Pastor James, trying to say about God and, 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 and light and, and, and darkness, his emphasis on that? Well, you know, when I think about the light, I think about uh, Jesus, really. I think about that he is the light of the world. I, mm-hmm. I think about that he's the light that's coming to our lives and, and came to illuminate and move us out of the darkness. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. You know, and, 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 and I believe these scriptures are saying, uh, Pastor James, God drew a line in the sand mm-hmm. to make an indelible, mm-hmm. undeniable mm-hmm. distinction between light and darkness. Amen. 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 I you like know, that. Because he didn't want any kind of confusion. Mm-hmm. Because what, what is what light plus darkness equals what? Well, it's not clear. It's murky. It's still gray. Yeah, that's what, that, that's yeah. what gray comes. Yeah. Uh, light and, and, and darkness. And you know what? Gray. When you talk about that, you know, so many of us we we live in those those murky waters where we we can't see. You know, sometimes we can see clearly, and sometimes we can't. And what God wants us to do is to walk in that light where our path is clear, where we can see clearly, where we can uh, reason things and and we don't have to guess. And so when you're in that that gray, those gray areas of your life, Mm -hmm. that kind of puts you in a place where you are um, affected by paralysis. (laughs) Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And, 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 you know, that goes back to what was the verse about? Uh, you either hot or cold, mm. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll spew, spew oh, you yeah. out. In uh, you, you Revelation, eat. yeah, in Revelation in the second chapter talks about a church that was, uh, thought it was all that, but really it, it, God said, Jesus says, you know, you're not neither hot or cold, you know, and since you're lukewarm, you know, you're not, gr- you're gray. <laughs> yeah. I, I really can't use you. you ain't, you're not hot enough so I can put my cocoa in there and you're not cold enough where I could put my, my, my soda in there. So you really no good to me. You, you lukewarm. <laughs> I, I don't want lukewarm soda. I don't want lukewarm coffee. Amen. Amen. Yes. And that's why God really made that distinction. He said, I want somebody who's hot for me, hot, hot on the tail of the Lord. Amen. Let's move into our second question because we've already uh, kind of moved into it uh, automatically. What do you think God, why do you think God made this attribute a vital part of his character? Well, of separating I, light and darkness. I love that question uh, because I, it, it, you know, John 12 and 46 says, I have come into this world as a light so that no one who believes me should stay in darkness. In other words, 
there's, there's a duality. There's a duality of light and darkness. And the darkness is sin. And the light is, is the revelation of God, the revelation of Jesus. And so many times we walk in the darkness. He created this. He, this verse really tells us that he intends for us to walk in the light, that he understands that there's darkness, the darkness that's in the world, darkness that's in our heart, darkness that's in our spirit. And so he said, I came into this world as a light so that you don't have to stumble around in the darkness. Amen. Amen. And I'll just add to that is that God saw that light was good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One reason he separated everything, light is mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. If you look at uh, Genesis uh, chapter 1 and 14, it says, And God said, Let there be light in mm-hmm. the expanse of the heavens mm-hmm. to separate the day from the night and let them be for signs and for seasons. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. You know, uh, and it also says God saw the light. Mm. That's that's in Genesis one and fourteen, one and four. Okay, that's the that's the verse I should have read. <laughs> God saw that the light was good, and He separated. So light is mm. good. Mm-hmm. That's one of the major reasons that God made this the distinction. But you know, you know, we we go over this every time, and I think one of the reasons God wants us to recognize where it comes from. He wants us to recognize the source. And in Psalm 18 and 28, it says, for you, for it is you who light my light, my lamp. The Lord, my God, lightens my darkness. Emphasis on for it is you who light my lamp. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we, we out in the world and we thinking, you know, my wife lights my lamp and, you know, maybe that's true to a certain extent that it's, it's Jesus, it's God who, who lights our lamp. He wants us to acknowledge and recognize where our light comes from. Amen. Amen. And uh, he wants to eliminate, and part of that is eliminating the confusion. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, if you look at um, First uh, Corinthians uh, 14 and 33, it says, for God is not the author of confusion, mm-hmm. but of peace, uh, uh, but of peace. OK, so yeah. he doesn't want us to be in that gray area. Yeah. yeah, that's why that is why we have to walk in the light. And that's the purpose of light for us not to get in that gray area. Well, Brother Ray, think about this, too. You know, we were all born in sin. And so the light comes, the light is Jesus Christ. And the light comes in and illuminates our life and gives us revelation that we don't have to walk in sin, that we don't have to be the same way that we were, that we can be born again. Amen. Amen. And uh, Isaiah 5 and 20, it says clearly, woe to those who call evil good Mm -hmm. and good evil, Mm -hmm. who substitute darkness for light and light for darkness. Amen. You know, I got an opinion about that. My opinion is that that, those are folks who don't know the difference. They don't know. (laughs) And they're caught really in that gray area. When you when you're in that gray area, you just start philosophizing and all kind of stuff. And you just you just come up with anything you can to make you feel good. 
Brother Ray, those are folks that you have conversations about with, and you know, you they go off into a tangent, and you think to yourself, they need Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You think to yourself they, because they aren't hot, they aren't cold, they're lukewarm. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. And then finally, God wanted to provide us a way of measuring the time. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to that scripture. This is the scripture uh, that fits what I said, uh, that it's the right fit for, mm-hmm. for, for, for this uh, particular point. Uh, he wants us to be able to pro- provide us a way of measuring time. Mm-hmm. And it says, and God said, let there be lights mm-hmm. in the expanse of the heavens to separate the day uh, from the night. Mm-hmm. And uh, let them be signs uh, for seasons and for days. So, mm-hmm. so, so the light and darkness has a purpose mm-hmm. of us really marking time, too. Mm-hmm. It has a very pragmatic yeah. purpose it, also. It speaks of a cycle. It speaks of a cycle. And it also speaks, you know, on a, a deeper realm uh, that, you know, all of us, none of us are perfect. And we, we have those dark moments in our life. But the whole, our hope in uh, our, our righteousness, we're, our hope is in Jesus Christ. So even when we have those periods of darkness or we feel like we're not where we need to be, uh, God uh, makes it clear when you talk about the day, you talk about the night, you talk about the light and the darkness of separation, that you're going to have those periods. But don't give up hope. The light can overcome the darkness. Amen. Amen. So let's move on to our third question. Why do we need to incorporate this into our personal uh, lives? Uh, Brother Ray, so you can see where you're going. <laughs> I know that's simple, but let me, let me, uh, here's, here's a scripture. Scripture says, uh, Psalm 119 and 105 says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Uh, you need that light to guide you on your road. It says the road is, is straight and it's narrow. And you need that light, that lamp, that light to guide you on your path and show you the way so you don't go to the left nor to the right, so you don't go with boo-boo and bebe, and so you follow Jesus Christ. Can you repeat that verse again? <laughs> oh, you, I thought you wanted me to repeat the boo-boo and bebe. Okay. <laughs> you it's can't a, do that too. Psalm 119, 105, it says, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Wow. And so... When you find yourself, you know, you don't know which way to go. You don't know. You're trying to make decisions. Let me just make it. Let me just broaden a little bit. Um, when you have some uh, significant decisions to make in your life and you don't know which way to go, you, you pray for a revelation. You pray for the light to come. You pray mm-hmm. for Jesus, uh, uh, the God, to give you revelation. And then when you get that revelation, you walk that way. You walk in that path. And then no matter what anybody else tells you, no matter what it looks like, you have that light of God to guide you. Amen. Amen. And so that's going to eliminate those gray areas. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the major reasons we need to adopt this Mm -hmm. into our uh, daily lifestyle Mm -hmm. is to keep from getting in those gray areas. Because when we get in those gray areas, uh, Pastor James, mm-hmm. as I mentioned in Isaiah 5 and 20, mm-hmm. it says, Woe to those who call good, evil good, and good evil. Mm-hmm. That's confusion. Mm-hmm. That's confusion. So, yeah. so by 
following Psalms, was it 119 and 105? That's mm-hmm. what it was? 119, 105, yes, sir. By doing that, you got a flashlight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be in that gray area. Yeah, I saw, I saw, I read somewhere where another theologian called it a flash dark. There's no such thing as a flash dark. There's only a flashlight. Amen. <laughs> you know, and, 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 and the thing about these the gray areas that we're in, you, we have to beware getting to those mm-hmm. because as we continue to wallow in those gray areas, mm-hmm. then we start heading more toward the darkness. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, I, I, I kind of laugh at people that say, "Oh, I, I want to check out my dark side. Mm-hmm. I want, mm-hmm. I want to see my dark. Side. I want to explore I, some things. I want to explore." I, I, Believe me, I, I don't want to see my dark side. I, I, you know, because one thing is going to scare. Uh, the dickens out of me, but mm-hmm. also the scary part about playing with your dark side mm-hmm. is you can get stuck mm-hmm. right there and, and, and habits start, addictions start. Yeah. So you can't play. It's, yeah. it, it, it's like, it's like, okay, uh, it, it, you know, we live in uh, just Chicago where, you know, a lot of the ponds and lakes mm-hmm. and everything freeze over. And they tell you on a lot on the signs, don't walk across it. Mm-hmm. But some people will walk across it mm-hmm. anyway, and then boom, before you know it, mm-hmm. they, they fell through the ice. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens playing with your dark side. Mm-hmm. Amen? Amen. That's a good illustration. Great. Amen. And uh, if you want to talk about emulating God's character, and that is part of what we talk about every week mm-hmm. is an attribute of God's character. Mm-hmm. You're going to follow the light since yeah. God is light. If you look at First uh, John 1 and 5, it says, mm-hmm. this is the message we have heard from him and announced to you that God is light and in him there is no darkness. So we have to emulate that. I mean, we can't, we're not Amen. perfect like God, but we still can emulate his character. Can I stay in 1 John? Yes. 1 John 2 and 9 says, whoever says he is in the light and hates his brother is still in darkness. And, and that's, a, that's a word that's relevant for us right now in these times when we have racial uh, uh, discrimination yes. and injustice. And, and we have to remember that, you know, we're, we're Christians and that we're following Christ and and that folks hated Christ, but he still was good. And I, I, I'm reminded of a, a quote from Dr. King. Dr. King says, returning hate for hate multiplies hate, adding deeper darkness to a night already devoid of stars. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Oh. Right. Amen. You, you can't go around hating your brother saying that you love the Lord. <laughs> That's right. Amen. That's a hard pill Amen. To, to, yeah. to, to take, but you got to yeah. do it. Amen. Yeah. Light and darkness, light and darkness. Amen. You know, and also, if we incorporate this attribute of God being light, mm-hmm. is that we become overcomers. People, mm-hmm. people are always talking about how to become an overcomer. This, what, this is what helps you become a overcomer is is following that uh light if you look at john uh one and five it says the light shines into the darkness and the darkness has not overcome 
So darkness is, is never going to overcome. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, is that we, if we're children of life, we light, we always walk in the light. Because if we take that light with us, that light, you know, it, it doesn't just focus on us. It, it, it shines. It, it, it emanates from us. And folks can come out of the shadows into his marvelous light. Amen. Amen. Because we're walking in his light. Amen. Amen. And light overcomes darkness Amen. all the time. Amen. Amen. Our fourth and final question is, how can we begin the process of internalizing this? And uh, when we say internalize, we're talking about being able to practice this as a Christian every day. Mm-hmm. Amen. Well, uh, John 8 and 12, and I think I used this before, um, many of these scriptures, they really kind of are speaking that about the same thing. It says, again, Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. If you're, your life is in the darkness, if, you're following the, if your life is full of sin, you don't seem to be able to get out. What you need to do is stop right now. Stop where you're going. Stop walking in the darkness and start following the light. In other words, believe on Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. You know, and then, you know, whenever you're trying to, make a change, uh, especially something drastic that's really mm-hmm. pulling you down. You have to have that conversation with God. Mm-hmm. Prayer. Prayer answers a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Prayer is, 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 is admitting your uh, humility mm-hmm. and having that real one-on-one uh, conversation uh, with God. Amen? Amen. Um, Romans 8 and 26 says, likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weaknesses Mm -hmm. for we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. Amen. Mm -hmm. You know, so this is what can help you through that, that darkness, the spirit, praying to God is the first step Mm -hmm. of reaching out of the darkness. Yeah, I like that. You know, and, and and along with that, just to emphasize that point, a lot of times we it's it's easy for us to pray when, when things are, are good. You know, we have those bright prayers, but we need to pray in the midst of our darkness. And we need to make sure that we're following our words. So we've given you a whole bunch of scriptures and it's not it's one thing to memorize the scriptures and read the scriptures, but it's another thing to live them out. Amen. And uh, there was uh, Helen Keller says, unless we form the habit of going to the Bible in bright moments as well as in trouble, we cannot fully respond to his consolations because we lack balance between light and darkness. In other words, if we don't have the word to help us to to acknowledge and recognize and reconcile the differences, what's going on in our life, if we're not uh, readers, not just re- if we not not just read the word, but study the word and understand the word, then we can understand that there there's darkness, but we we can have the light. We can navigate the darkness because we have the light of this word. Amen. Amen. And then also, you know, in business, there are teams, there are teams at church, there's teams, you know, uh, on your job. Mm -hmm. Join the right team. Join God's uh, power team, Jesus Mm -hmm. Christ. And we we, uh, encourage our listeners every week to 
accept Christ into your life. You know, mm-hmm. never worry again about confusing right and wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, confess the name of Jesus. Jesus comes into your life. Uh, the, the the Holy Spirit will come and, and, and guide you. You get you you get baptized, mm-hmm. repent of all your sins, and just totally start brand new. Amen. 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 You know, uh John uh eight and twelve says, When Jesus spoke to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Who's whoever follows me will never walk in darkness but we'll have the light of life. Amen. Amen. You know what? I think we've uh, probably repeated that scripture at least three or four times. And so that's the theme. If you, it, when you leave this, this, this Bible study, this podcast, just that's your word for today. That's your word for tomorrow. That's your word for the weekend. John 8 and 12, that he is the light of the world. Amen. And that if you follow him, you don't have to walk in the darkness, but you will have light in your life. Also, uh, studying God's word, mm-hmm. that is going to help you internalize this attribute of God. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look at Psalms uh, 119, uh, verse 05, which we've said this several times today, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, your word is a lamp for my feet and a light on my path. Amen. So mm-hmm. studying God's word, you just don't study it for study sake. You study it to be able to uh, internalize mm-hmm. it so that you can apply it mm-hmm. every minute of your, your waking time. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Uh, and then finally, we always encourage you. This is what God is 365 is all about. We encourage you to emulate God's character. When you start to emulate God's character, mm-hmm. you're going to internalize God's character. Amen. Mm-hmm. If you look at um, Philippians four, uh, verse eight, it says, "Finally, brethren, whatever so things are, whatever things are true, mm-hmm. whatever so things are honest, whatever so things are just." Whatever so things are pure, whatever so things are lovely, whatever so things are good rapport, if they have any virtue, if they have any praise, think of these things. Amen. You know? And mm-hmm. that, that's, that's emulating God's character. Amen. Goodness. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Well, uh, we have reached, you know, uh, the end of the road. Can you, you summarize things a little bit, Pastor? Uh, let me let me uh, do that by sharing a story from uh, Reverend Eustacia Moffitt Marshall. Mm-hmm. She talks about a time she was with a friend of hers, and they were leaving the house for dinner, and they were laughing and talking, and they got so excited that she accidentally turned off the light. And suddenly they couldn't see anything or she couldn't see anything uh, to navigate out out of the house. But if, but fortunately, her friend, it was her her home. She mm-hmm. she knew her home. And so she could make it to the door. So she took her by the hand and they made their way to the other side 
of the room. And even as she was taking her, she kept bumping. You know, as she uh-huh. took her hand, she was bumping into the couch <laughs> and to the walls. You know how it is yeah. when you take, you yeah. know, you take people. So she yeah, knew right. her, knew the way, but, but her night. friend did not know the way because there was no light. And so, and so finally, the friend was tired of her. The, her host was tired of her bumping into walls and into doors and couches. And she says, let's stop right now. Let's turn on the light. And they stopped right there, and the light came on, and they could see their way out. All I'm trying to tell somebody is that when you find yourself in the dark, when you find yourself not being able to make your way, when you find yourself unsure, when when you find yourself in that place where you don't really know where you are, turn on the Light. Amen. Turn on the light. Amen. Amen. And leave that darkness behind. Amen. 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 And and now we've come to a special part, part of our program, uh, uh, Pastor James. Yeah, we're going to pray. And I just ask that you, uh, before we finish our program, we just want to pray and, and over all that we've heard. And we want to pray for you as well. So every head bowed, every eye close every heart lifted up to heaven heavenly father we just thank you and praise you for this time together we thank you that you are a light that you are light unto our path and a lamp lamp unto our feet and light unto our path we thank you that you have not left us in the dark we thank you that we don't have to live a life of sin because you are the light and so help us lord god heavenly father not to stay with the stay in the room with the lights off but to turn the light on to turn on the light of jesus christ help us even now lord god as we navigate uh the the twists and turns of this world lord god to know lord god that you have already made a way that you have already made a path we thank you that you are the light we thank you that we are children of the light help I like, Lord God, to illuminate someone else's life so that they may see you as clearly as we do as well. These things we ask in the mighty and the magnificent and the majestic name of Jesus. And all the people said, Amen. 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 This concludes this edition of God is 365. We like to invite each and every listener to join this great world wide spiritual revolution. Mm-hmm. Commit yourself to being a God is 365er. Always remember first and foremost from sunrise to sunset that God, God is 365. God bless everybody. God bless. Praise the Lord uh, faithful listeners. If you have enjoyed uh, our message of God is 365 your donation to Help us continue this podcast will be greatly appreciated. Simply go to our website, www.godis365.org, and simply push the donation button. And we'd like to thank you, thank you, thank, thank you, you in advance God bless for you. your precious gifts. Amen. God Amen. bless you and keep you until we meet again. Amen. 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 God bless you.